afford to be here. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away. A song away. A song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, Murray Valeriano, and we're going to do what we've been doing. Have we done this, what, three years? Four years? Uh, I've done every one since I came on, except the cars, because obviously Christy. Yes, Christy did that one. And I bowed out respectfully and understood 100%. So this is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class. Never listened to that piece of shit episode, though. Class of 2020. Class of 2020. Now, I don't know when this is going to drop, because now we got some leeway, because the uh, the induction ceremony. Oh, uh, has it got pushed? Yeah, yeah, it got uh, canceled and maybe rescheduled for August. I okay. I don't All know right. when things are going to start happening again. Maybe they'll induct some exciting bands. <laughs> no, no, it's still going to be the same people. Oh, really? oh darn. I was, I was writing ballad. Let for... me go through, I'm going to go through everyone that was um, nominated this year. Okay. We'll give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. These are the nominees. Pat Benatar. I'm middle of the road. I think you want her in. I want her in. Well, first of all, she's been eligible for like 25 years. Right. And she won, she won the Grammy for female hard rock vocal four years in a row. Mm-hmm. Was it like 82 to 86 or something like that? Mm, or, yeah, so whatever whatever sure, it was. Sure. Sure. And and she has album sales and she has hits. And right. she was the second artist ever to be played on MTV. Okay. After the Buggles, you know, so, and she's still doing it. Yeah, yeah. So those are all my reasons. So yes, I would have liked Pat Benatar okay. to be. I don't know where I'm at on Pat Benatar. Or as my brother used to call her, Pat Benator. <laughs> before he heard it it's pronounced. Uh, I don't know where I'm at on her in Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think, I think I, I would, yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, Dave Matthews Band. No fucking way. I mean, what have uh, they brought to the game? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, aren't they just uh, like fish or yeah, Grateful totally. Dead? Yeah, but the Grateful Dead started that started genre. It, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know about Dave yeah, Matthews so, Band. I mean, uh, I'm surprised they didn't, did they get, I'm surprised they didn't get called in. They have a, a massive following though. I think they got a ton of votes, but they just did that fan vote, I don't think, really works. Okay. I will say this, though. Dave Matthews, excellent guitar player. Even some a, really great... They have guy. some really good just, songs, too, but... It's just not on my radar. Oh, that duet they did, he did with the Stones on that live album is fantastic. Memory Hotel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Memory Motel. Memory Motel, sorry. That's amazing. I usually stay at the Memory Hotel. I'm making a little more money these I days. I stay at the Horror Hotel. Oh. Uh, Depeche Mode, they're getting in. They're getting in. Uh, so we'll talk about them later. later. Doobie Brothers are getting in. Whitney Houston's getting in. Judas Priest. I don't know. There's no There's no metal in there. That's really true. Like no I mean, that's Def, true. I mean, Def Leppard's in, but I mean, Def Leppard would even say, well, Judas Priest well, should be in before us. Well, Metallica's in there. Metallica's in, but Metallica would probably say, how's Judas Priest not in? You know, that's what I'm saying as far as influential. Sure, sure. I think Judas Priest deserves to be in. Yeah, so, you know, I think I'd give you Judas Priest on that. Yeah. yeah. Also, also, the thing I always say is, these guys are getting up there. So, if you're going to get them in, get them in. Give it don't to pull them. a Chris Squire on them. Yeah, give it yeah. to them so they can enjoy it. Craft uh, work, I don't know anything about, but I'm, I, I know they're influential. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they really started that whole yeah. genre. So, definitely. Uh, MC5. I'm an MC5 fan. I, yeah, I mean, they were really. Did they, did they break ground? Yes. All right. They, they did break ground. They and they something that nobody ever talks about is they had a concert at the 68 Democratic National Convention and everybody bailed except the MC5 and they played for like eight hours. <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, Motorhead? 
I don't know. Maybe. They're like speed metal, aren't they? I'm yeah. not a motor, I don't, I'm not a motorhead. I don't own any motorhead. Yeah, maybe. I yeah. know that tons of people love them, but uh, but they were on the ballot. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I can see motor. Yeah, I think so. Lemmy seems iconic. Yeah. Maybe for... Again, there's no set criteria, so... No set, yeah. And again, it's going on opinion, so I'm sure some people are throwing their fucking iPod I mean, if it was, iPod But if I have to pick... Street. If I... If, if it's going to be Motorhead or Judas Priest, I'd say I think it's going to be Judas Priest. Oh, see, maybe I think it may be Motorhead. Yeah. I, right. Again, you know, again, it's all opinion, so... Uh, Nine Inch Nails is getting in. Notorious B.I.G. is getting in. Um, Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. I, honestly, that's not um, something I know a ton about. No, I don't so know I can't, about I can't give an... I will respectfully uh, I will deny also. an opinion, but uh, I did like um, that one song. Todd Rundgren. I think he should be in, yeah. I mean, as a producer, if anything, as a producer, just the albums he's produces, psychedelic right. furs. The majority of the album Meatloaf, bands tubes. are probably in. Yeah, that he produced uh, XTC. XTC. I mean, everyone cites that one as XTC's best album. Yeah, yeah. So many times when people go, "Oh, that's their best album," then you go, "Oh, that's Rungren produced it." Right, right. Um, so how come he produces all these great albums, and then is does a bunch of shit? I think he's a he's like um he's kind of like a. I think he's like Elvis Costello. They do what they want. They did a certain thing in the beginning mm-hmm. of their career, and now they just want to do what they want to okay. do as artists, okay. more artistic. Again, I'll say this again. I saw him uh, live, and he played... Uh, ukulele. Played ukulele for Bang the Drum, and it was terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've seen Todd uh, quite a few times, and uh, the, most of the time he's good, but the set list isn't always what you want. And Right. No, I get buyer, that on the, I get the set list. Fire beware. I get the set list thing. I understand. And I, he's one of those people. I rarely go look at, mm-hmm. at the set list, but he's one of those people I would go look. But, you know, don't fucking belt your way through hello. Uh, come on. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, right. but you, that's the reason you're playing tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That really is. Give us those handful of hits. Yeah, I mean, then, do I, look, I, I know U2 is my favorite band or whatever, but they they there are songs. They're like, yeah, there are songs we can't not play. We yeah. can't not play streets. But they you know mix it I mean? up. They mix it up. Oh, they up. totally mix it up, yeah. but they have their staples. Yeah. You know? And for the longest time, they were doing this great. They had opened with their song of the tour, and then the second slot was, it would go for anywhere from I Will Follow to Out of Control, really, or Gloria, yeah. and then they would go into the album. That's a... You know, so there's a little something for the hardcore fans, a little something for the new fans. That's good. You gotta you gotta think about everyone, and it's difficult, especially the longer, uh, the more longevity you have, mm-hmm. then the more songs you have. Sure. There you go. Or just announce it, like when we saw the Who last year, mm-hmm. they opened with like six songs from Quadrophenia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, just fucking play Quadrophenia, bill it as Quadrophenia, and I'd be home watching yeah. Friends reruns but right they, now. But they've done that before, so I know. But but I get it. You I know get what I mean? it. No, I agree. Uh, Soundgarden. I don't really know anything about Soundgarden. I mean, much. Yeah, I don't know. For Hall of Fame? Black Hole Sun. Yeah, they weren't my favorite band out of that genre, that's No, for me sure. neither. No, I, I would, no. I like other bands better than Soundgarden. Out of that little, uh, yeah. Yeah, I may, I don't know. I, I don't know where it, it, I've coined the phrase Seattle Rock. Oh, really? Is what I call it, yeah. Oh, a nice twist on the Seattle mm-hmm. sound. Uh, T-Rex is getting in, and yeah. the last one's Thin Lizzy. They didn't I mean, get in. They didn't get in. I love Thin Lizzy, but I um, um, I mean, and I would love if Thin Lizzy was in, mm-hmm. but uh, I think Thin Lizzy is one of those bands that's become more popular since they were recording, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. 
I don't know. They seem to have. They've seen. I don't know either. I don't know. It's, 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 for, I love them, but yeah, I know, and I like I like Thin Lizzy a lot. I'm not the biggest fan, but I like uh, the effort. We can't go an episode without mentioning Tom Norberg. Tom Norberg, <laughs> but he Lizzie. sent me a bunch of Thin Lizzy. And I was I just, I was just I just listened to a couple Thin Lizzy albums this past this week. Is great stuff, but um, so. you know, but I think it's really I think it's like the heart. Like everybody who I see ever posts a Thin Lizzy song, it's always like really hardcore rock and rollers like you and I, or yeah. people in bands. So, so I mean, is Thin Lizzy going to get in before Judas Priest? No. Yeah. You know, so again, if if I had to take the bands of this ilk and mm-hmm. and say who's going to get in, I'd still keep saying Priest. I think deserves it more. They've been around. They're still around. They've been who around. Who is I iffy on between Priest and uh, Motorhead and, and Priest? Priest. Oh, man, that's a tough decision. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like now, I'm leaning towards yeah, maybe Priest should be in. Yeah. So, I mean, let me. Uh, I think that the three original members of Motorhead. I don't know if any of them are with us. Right. Yeah. I don't but. Know about that either. No, I know for a fact now. No, they're not. I don't, maybe the drummer. But Rob Halford and KK Downey, even though he's not in the band, Glenn Tipton and and uh, and uh, what's the bass player's name? I'm drawing a blank, but mm-hmm. they're they're all still here. Yeah. So now, are they the? Are they? Are they in? I didn't when they were around. I didn't like metal when I was in junior mm-hmm, high. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were the only metal band I really listened. I really liked. All right. now, are they the original? Are they the originators of British metal? I don't know. I think people might say Black Sabbath is, but Black Sabbath is early stuff is such a dirge to me. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, because there's, you know, because, I mean, people say Zeppelin is yes, the original. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, but there's definitely a difference between Judas Priest, Sabbath, and Zeppelin. Like I can yeah. put Zeppelin and Sabbath together. People, and I think can, people Judas are going to talk, Murray. People are going to say know, things. I know. Feel free to at me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what adding is, but so now the people that are getting in, and we'll go in alphabetical order. Okay. When we play their songs today, the people that are getting in are Depeche Mode, mm-hmm. the Doobie Brothers, mm-hmm. Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. Nine Inch Nails, mm-hmm. the Notorious B.I.G., mm-hmm. and T Rex. Oh shit! Did I put B.I.G. on here? You didn't, but I have two. Oh, all right. It's it's cool. I knew it. I'm sorry, I forgot. Crap. Racist. I know. <laughs> So those are the people that are getting in. And uh, as we go, we'll discuss. Why didn't you tell me I forgot B.I.G.? I didn't realize it till this morning. Oh, okay. Because so, I like Notorious B.I.G. I hope you I hope you like the songs I picked. All right. Uh, so let's do it. The first one we're going to go with, we're going to we're gonna talk about uh, Depeche Mode. I don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about them. So. I think they should be in. Okay. And I, I mean, I know that they're influential. So, okay. They're one of the kind of that, the originators. Of, yeah. I, I would say they took off from where... Um, um, oh fuck! We just uh, craft work. Yeah, craft work. Uh, made it a little more accessible. I think. I think they take off where the craft work left off. Do you feel like Depeche Mode? Then shouldn't craft work be in first? Uh, craft work should be in. I think craft work should be. But in. they're not. Uh, again, because because Depeche Mode took that slot away from them. Yeah. Well, again, there's no set criteria. There's no set and criteria. And th- let's be honest, this is Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They want to make money. So who's going to fucking tune in to watch the ceremony? More people are going to tune in to watch Depeche Mode than they are going to watch, I keep wanting to say suicide, but uh, craft work. <laughs> you can say suicide, but it'll be suicide. It'll be show suicide. <laughs> I'm talking about the band suicide, which is basically a ripoff of craft work also. So somebody out there is mad right now. I said that. Don't, don't at me. The one person in suicide that's still alive is mad at me. <laughs> so what are we going to hear first? What do you want to play us from Depeche Mode? My favorite Depeche Mode song. What's Blasphemous it? Rumors. Let's hear it. Coming from the Preacher's Kid. Yeah. 
Did you start this at 16 seconds? I did. Okay. Did I write down the wrong time code? I don't know. Maybe it was a minute, 16 seconds. Might have been. I'm going to take it to there and see what happens. This is a minute 16 right here. Yeah, it was a minute 16. (laughs) Sorry. That is so good. That's a great song. Isn't that great? I know that tune. That is fucking fantastic. I know man. that tune, dude. That is fantastic. There's a great, uh, Seagull hooked me up with it. There's a great series you can get on YouTube. And I don't remember what it's called, but it uh, it covers genres. It's like the encyclopedia or something. And it covers Depeche Mode genre. It covers metal. You can get it on. And I watched it one time. It's fantastic. It really covers that kind of industrial synth-based uh, movement of the late 70s, early 80s. People love it. Mm-hmm. What did you pick, Curie? says, not a, you know, you're not a Depeche Mode fan. Uh, no. That's not my thing. <laughs> I picked a song off music for the masses that sounded good to my ears. This is... Can you... I mean, can you name any Depeche Mode songs? Or just, just... The, just the second one I'm going to play. Okay, all right. But this is, um, this is Never Let Me Down Again. You didn't know this one? I don't think I did. Oh, really? I would say this is one of their bigger... This is a great song also. So good. Where's the guitar solo? <laughs> um, we, you haven't read off who's getting inducted, though. Uh, no, I have not. Let's find out. Let's find out, because I wonder if... Um, what's his face? The guy went on to... Uh, former Razor's getting in. Was it a Razor? Probably. Let me see if I can find this. It's hard to find on Wikipedia, but when you find it, then it tells you like mm-hmm. who's getting inducted and everything. But let me see. But then sometimes... It, I'm still looking. Okay. I... I, I I, I should be better prepared. You should be. Still looking. Come on, man. What's your next song? Oh, I'm looking up at the guy I'm thinking of. Uh, from uh, Blasphem- uh, from Depeche Mode? Yes. Well, I originally, the first time I ever played Depeche Mode on here, I, I played a Route 66 behind the wheel nicks. Okay. That I got on uh, LimeWire. All right. Many, many years ago. Okay. And, I, and it was, since then, it's been released on iTunes, according to Wendy Steele. Hey, Wendy, I know you're a big uh, Depeche Mode fan, so I hope you're enjoying this. Um, Wendy. So uh, I just grabbed their cover of Route 66. Here we go.
That's a good, yeah, good cover. Stop. If we stop it, then this show starts again. Oh, okay. So I probably shouldn't stop it. No, no. Let me tell you who's getting in from this band. And I do know two of these names. I do know two of these names. Uh, they're all members of Depeche Mode. Vince Clark. Still? Uh, I don't know about that. I can't answer okay. these hard questions. All right. It's in alphabetical order, though. Vince Clark, mm-hmm. Andy Fletcher, mm-hmm. David Gahan, uh-huh. Martin Gore, mm-hmm. and Alan Wilder. And the names that I know are Gahan and Gore. All right. Well, Vince Clark was the one who left, who was, wrote their uh, first songs, and then he left on to form Eurasia and um, somebody, uh, Yazoo. God bless you. You're welcome. <laughs> so uh, with that, uh, boy, we are both experts on Depeche Mode. I think I dropped some, I think I dropped <laughs> you, some knowledge. Yeah, you were good. I dropped some knowledge. This is the one song I know by them that like I really know. Like if someone said, do you like that song? I'd be, oh yeah, that's Depeche Enjoy Mode. Enjoy the silence? No, people are people. Oh, right, of course. So why should it be? I feel like this song would be on any 80s compilation of yeah, music definitely. of this ilk. Um, Great tune. Mm-hmm. Nice sentiment. Yeah, that's not my favorite. It's <laughs> <laughs> not my favorite Depeche Mode song, but I like it. I think it could be cursed of overplayed. Yes, that's, I'm sure that's the reason. That's right. the reason I know it. Right, right. Because it was overplayed. Right. I remember the first time I heard Depeche Mode, there played. it was Master and Servant. I was driving. I wasn't even driving yet. It was in New York, and we got rear-ended on uh, Jamaica Highway. Okay. In Jamaica, Queens. And uh, that's the first time I remember. And I remember Dave Gahan is, is not about S&M. <laughs> and then I listen to the words. I'm like, it probably is. <laughs> um, Doobie Brothers. Which Doobie you be? There's a ton of Doobies getting in. Do you think the Doobies should get in? Let me now. Let me answer What's that the for criteria? You. No. What's the criteria? <laughs> there is no criteria. That's the thing. Uh, but we always we always pretend like there's a criteria. All right, well, let's go. All right, this is. I think this is. You should be. It should be success. Okay, they have that influence, which uh, I don't I really don't see. Know if they have influence and album sales. Is, they have album sales. They have album sales and success. I guess album sales and success are the same thing. But I don't know any. I don't know any band who's like, oh my god, I heard taking it to the streets and had to start a band. That's my. I call it my. Uh, yeah. I call it my Bon Jovi. I, my Bon Jovi. I understand theory. that. I, Nobody's I, ever heard a Bon Jovi song and said, I want to do that. You don't think that uh, some kids heard you give love a bad name and picked up a guitar? And, and I grew up in Jersey during the height of Bon Jovi, and my high school had a ton of bands, and nobody was like, "Fucking, we're going to be the next Bon Jovi." But wait, when you grew up, aren't you and John Bon Jovi the same age? <laughs> no, he's a little older. He's yeah, older he's, than me. Okay, here's who's getting in, and I agree with all these names. Jeff Skunk Baxter is getting the in. skunk. Are you going to do Is everyone getting a nickname now? Okay, here we go. Like, no, John. Well, hold on. The skunk is, now he's like a big guy over at NORAD. 
Oh, really? Yeah. He, he went He's the... A smart uh, guy. Yeah, he went the uh, uh, Brian from Queen route. All right. John Hartman. Hartskers. <laughs> the Hartsickle. Michael Hasek. <sighs> Tom Johnston. TJ. Keith Knudsen. Knudes. Michael McDonald. Mickey D's. John McPhee. Mickey Fees. Tyrone, Tyran Porter. Sorry, Tyran. Ah, hit and ran. And Patrick Simmons. <laughs> Simbo. Those are the people that are getting in. And <laughs> Well, uh, Patrick was a founding member, right? Yeah, and, uh, you know, and, and Tom Johnston and John McPhee and Patrick are basically the, the guys who keep it, keep it going. Good. They're supposed to do a 50th, I think, 50th anniversary tour this year with Michael McDonald. And now I don't know how that's all going to pan out with, right. with the coronavirus. I know. Um I'm down with Michael McDonald being in there. I mean, I yeah. like the, I like the doobie Captain and Me, right? Wasn't that their big album? Yeah, they've got tons of hits. They got great songs. Yeah, and I was a doobie. I'll be honest with you, Doobie Brothers was probably one of the first cassettes I bought. Yeah, up there, it was definitely within the first ten. The best I bought. of the Doobie Brothers is a massively successful album. The first song I'm a, I fancy myself a bit of a guitar player, mm-hmm. and the first song I ever wrote on the car ended up being Long Train Running. <laughs> All right. Well, what's uh, well, look what a cool riff this is, and my brother's like, "Yeah, that's a Dewey Brothers asshole." Damn it! <laughs> oh, I thought I heard somewhere. And then uh, what was next? Smoke in the water. Dun, 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 dun. All right. That's a hi hat. Okay, here we go. Your first song is um, which one? Taking it to the streets. Speaking of Michael McDonald. Turn it off. My headphones. So fucking good, man. It's a great song. I'm over here like, nah, these guys shouldn't be in, and I'm fucking turn this shit up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, you know, man. And I, I, I don't, I don't want to step on what you picked, but go ahead. My affirmate, the it's the song that you just named, "Long Train Running." Okay, great guitar riff. I'll say this, man. I'll say this. Uh, their harmonies rivaled the Eagles. They just didn't rely on them as much as the Eagles exactly. did. And uh, they're fucking... <sighs> they rock more than the Eagles rock, Oh, absolutely. Right? Come on. I mean, they're... Don't get me wrong. They're fucking fantastic. And I'm really digging listening to this right now. But I don't know if they should be in the Rock and Roll of Fame. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it was hard for me I mean, to I think songs. they should be, but uh, it was hard for you because there were so many good ones. Yeah, I mean, like, China Grove was the first guitar solo I learned on the guitar. There you go. And, but I didn't pick that See, song. <laughs> they were they were very influential in your music career. Well, this isn't the Murray Hall of Fame. Okay. What's oh, next? That's what I'm opening. The Murray Hall of Fame. What's next? Just a bunch of joy rags. Um, what did I pick? 
Oh, of course. I had the preacher skit had to pick Jesus is just all right. You got to. Raining endorsement of Jesus. Oh, I know. I don't think he used this as his campaign song. He's all right. What do you think of Jesus? Eh, take him or leave him. I just want to go ahead and publicly apologize to my wife right now because I'm going to be playing Doobie Brothers for the next <laughs> week and a half in the house. Maybe she'll like it. She likes it for the first two days. And then she's like, she's, she listed off the other day at dinner. She's like, you ruined Morrissey for me. You're now ruining Oasis for me. Oh, no. <laughs> Father John Misty never had a chance, but you ruined it for me. Bands that Murray has ruined on the next rock solid. <laughs> ruined for my wife. Uh, now... I wanted to pick a, a song from both eras, so that's why I picked Long Train Running from okay. the earlier era, and then I picked uh, this classic, which I think this has been played quite a few times on this show, but it's from the album Minute by Minute, mm-hmm. and this is a Yacht Rock classic, What a Fool Believes. Michael McDonald. All white now. Yeah, it is all white. I think he might be having into a goatee right now. Mm. Still got the head of hair, though. Looks like Bob Seger, maybe? He does look like, he looks, I think he looks better than Bob Seger, though. This was, album was quite a departure from their other albums. Yeah. They embraced what McDonald wanted to do. Yeah. This was album of the year, I believe. I think it won this is like, Minute by Minute? Yeah, I think it won like five or six Grammys. What else did it have on it, Minute by Minute? Tell you in one second. Or maybe I won't. Oh. Let me see what else is on Minute by Minute. While I look this up, Murray will do some talking. All right. I'll tell you the story I probably told on here before. I was working on Jimmy Fallon before The Tonight Show, and we had Christopher- Found it. Okay, so uh, What a Fool Believes, mm-hmm. Minute by Minute, mm-hmm. Dependent on You. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I don't, that's the only songs that ring a bell to me from mm-hmm. the song titles. Uh, here to Love You, mm-hmm. uh, Don't Stop to Watch the Wheels, mm-hmm. Open Your Eyes, Sweet Feeling. Steamer Lane Breakdown. Love Steamer Lane Breakdown. You never, do you really? You just I've make, never heard Steamer Lane Breakdown. You, you never change. And how do the fools survive? I want to say maybe I know how the fools survive. Yeah. I want to say maybe I know that. What a Fool Believes, of course, co-written with yeah. Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins. Working on Fallon, we had Christopher Cross. Moving on. <laughs> we had Christopher Cross on for Yacht Rock Week. Okay. And he played uh, the song that, um, not Salem, what's the other one? Ride Like the Wind. Mm-hmm. That Michael McDonald sings on. Move that phone. Oh, is that my phone buzzing? Sorry. I have to use it as my uh, reference guide also. Put it right, just set it right there on the wood. So we have Christopher Cross on. He's singing Ride Like the Wind, right? And then, but wait, I, I've told Murray to move his phone off the table. Well, I'm using like it. every three seconds. I didn't bring my laptop because it died, so I got to use it for my reference point. So make sure. Just set it on the table. Make sure I'm here. not getting anything wrong because right. fucking Ace Gutierrez calls me out on that shit. Okay. So Fallon. Fallon. Ride Christopher like the Cross wind. comes on, Ride, Ride Like the, the wind. wind comes on, 
And then Michael McDonald walks out and everybody's like, nobody knows who he is. Oh. But everybody's just like, oh, somebody's coming out. I guess we should clap because there's a thing. And they started singing and everybody, oh, that guy. Oh, that guy with the voice. Oh, yeah, we love that guy. Oh, I know that guy. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, I love the doobies. I don't know if they should be in. All right. Now, I saw Jeff the Skunk Baxter play at uh, uh, a Coconut Teaser. Why do you call him Jeff the Skunk? Isn't it Jeff Skunk Baxter? Oh, that I don't know. (laughs) Jeff Skunk Baxter. Really? Not the skunk? (laughs) What is that? The skunk sounds like a nickname that you give a kid in school, the kid that smells. You give, oh, here comes the skunk. Brian Clausens. We called him Dirtbag. Still do to this day. (laughs) Dirtbag. Yeah, great guy. That's one part of the... Uh, and not because he smelled. I don't know why. I actually don't know is why. Is he a dirtbag? I don't know why he got the dirtbag. His name came before we became friends, so I don't know where dirtbag originated. I don't like dirty people. But I still, we'll still, I'll still talk to my friend originally. Hey, you talked to dirt lately? Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, man, but yeah, he's been hanging with the skunk. Right. Is it skunk or the skunk? It's just Jeff Skunk Baxter. All right. I don't know why you're... This is the fucking thing it you want to fight about. It just cracked me up when you said the skunk. Why wouldn't it be the skunk? Because it's not. <laughs> It's only because it's not. Anyway, I saw him play a coconut teaser. He was great. Like great Bruce Springsteen's player. the boss. Like if you just said- uh, No, no, he's boss. Bruce Boss Springsteen. I'd be like, that's not it. Um, Who says not, Bruce the Boss Springsteen? Nobody. The people that work for him. <laughs> Nils Lofkin does. <laughs> um, now this next artist, you, you only picked one song. I'm not, I don't care. I don't want to buy any music from her. She's fantastic. Whitney Houston. She's fantastic. I she's got an had an amazing voice. I'm not interested. I don't should, really want to buy her song. So should, I have one song okay. from her, so I brought it. Should she be in? Yeah, I think so. All right. Now. I, do. I think she really started that whole you know, I think she started that whole female in music thing. Okay. Now here's um <laughs> I was I was on the fence about Whitney Houston. Okay. First of all, one of the reasons is because Whitney is deceased, so we can put her in any time. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And, I mean, she's not going to enjoy the award herself because she's no longer with us. Rock and peace. Sure. So and so far. So that's why I'd rather have Pat Benatar in there who can, and, I mean, she's in her 60s. That's not, she's not on death's door, but she could enjoy it. You know what I mean? That would be nice for her. Yeah, but then you would have to agree that Pat Benatar belongs in the Rock and Roll. Well, that's true, but I'm just saying. Right. So anyway, I was. I on... think Whitney. I think of, of of influence and maybe a bit of a groundbreaker. Well, well here's what I'm going to say. I was on the fence about this, and then friend of the show Mike Beats. I like uh, Mike. He sent out a he sent out a five string tweet that totally convinced me. That she should be in. Really? So I asked him if he would email me those so I could read them. Oh, good. I don't want to follow him on Twitter. <laughs> you don't follow him on Twitter? No, I follow. I actually like Mike a lot. I'm Here we kidding. go. I'd say there are few artists more deserving than Whitney Houston to make the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Not just this year, but ever. Wow. Debut album broke the record for weeks of singles staying at number one. First female artist to have an album debut at number one. Note, the only other artist to have a studio album debut at number one in the pre-sound scan era were Elton John, Captain Fantastic. And the Brown Dirt Cowboy. Yeah, and Brown Dirt Cowboy. And Michael Jackson, Bad. It was Elton's ninth studio album and Michael's seventh studio album. For Whitney, it was her second. Okay, so that's the first tweet. Okay. That's strong. Yeah, out out of the the gate. Out of the gate. Number two, only female artists to have two... to have first two albums spend more than 
10 weeks at number one. The first artist to do that? The only, uh, the only female artist oh, the only to female have artist. the first two albums, her first two albums spend 10 weeks at number one. Second most non-consecutive weeks at number one for a single album, The Bodyguard, and was, uh, was first until Adele broke it. And the first artist to have three albums spend 11 weeks or more at number one. So that's, that's power. Did Adele break it by sitting on it? Come on. That's, I, don't, I, just, I apologize. I'm sorry. So bad. I know. So bad. Would, know. You, would you make that joke about meatloaf? Of course. Okay, then I'm down with it. Uh, <laughs> really, three, I used to say I'll do anything for love except lose weight. Three of five. Uh, her four number one albums have spent a combined 46 weeks at the top of the charts. Damn. More than any female artist. First woman to have three albums in the top 10 at the same time. First woman to have nine albums in the top 100 at the same time. Sounds like Beats hates women. <laughs> she has 22 American Music Awards. Only Taylor Swift has more for female artists. She has 23. Uh, most nominations for newcomer at the AMAs. Most wins at a single AMAs year. Uh, record for most consecutive Hot 100 uh, singles. Number one singles. And the only artist to have Star Spangled Banner chart. <laughs> wow, what a weird... Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Uh, f this is five of five. Here we go. Longest consecutive weeks for a single. 14 weeks for I Will Always Love You. First female artist to have three singles in the top 11 in the same week. That's... That's really yeah, impressive. Yeah, all this. No, all this is really it's all impressive. impressive. Yeah, some of it's okay. No, it's all impressive. <laughs> uh, album longest at number one for a female artist, 11 weeks. Holds record for most combined weeks at number one as well. And some additional stuff. Uh, this is a list. This is the most weeks with songs, with number one songs by artists since 1963. Okay? Okay. Ready? The Beatles at 132. Wait, what's the topic again? Most weeks with songs number one by an artist. Okay. So Beatles. Yeah. With 132. Okay. Garth Brooks, 52. Michael Jackson, 51. And then Whitney Houston, 46. Mm. So she's the first woman in that list. Sure. Uh, most albums in the top 200 at the same time. Prince had 19. That must've been when he passed. Right. Sure. Um, the Beatles had 13 albums in the top 200. And Whitney Houston had 10 albums in the top 200. And that might have been when she passed, too. Sure, sure. But either way, Still. Um, she's the only woman on that list also. And the other list I mentioned, uh, Taylor Swift and uh, Adele mm -hmm. are up there, too. But so, you know. It's pretty like, impressive, man. Like I said, I was on the fence about Miss Whitney getting in there. But um, but no, she deserves it. Yeah, Big no, time. And I, I, Big uh, time. I apologize for not buying any of her stuff. So man. rock in peace, Miss Houston. And I hope her, her family goes and they get to celebrate and, mm -hmm. and have a great time. And I know Clive Davis will probably induct her. Oh, that's smart. Probably. That's a good guess. So um, now you picked a Christmas song. It's the only one I own. It's great though. It is. It's off my very special Christmas, my favorite Christmas album. But you could have told me any song because you didn't send me the songs. I got the songs. Oh yeah. But I think it's kind of weird to send you a song I don't have. You know what I mean? It's fine. I know I could do it, but I want to stay. Some. I had actually had a lot of Whitney Houston, so we're good. Well, can you give me some? Because Beats just fucking sold me on her, man. Here we go. This is and this is a great rendition of. Do you do you hear what I hear? 
Did I say, do you know what I know the first time? I think so. A little pitchy. <laughs> All right, dog. To the shepherd boy. From the first, a very special Christmas album. My favorite Christmas album. It's a fantastic album. Of course, Sting ruins it. It's not a great song. Gabriel's message. Idiot. It's not great. Rudolph, you moron. What if Sting whips out a Frosty the Snowman? Fucking do it. Holly Jolly Christmas, Sting. God, I love it. Holly Jolly Christmas on the loot. I have Sting's Christmas album, his actual Christmas album. Okay, I hate Sting. You do hate Sting. I hate Sting, but he's so fucking good. I think it's right, first. He's right there. He's got a Pop Funko figure of him right there. Funko Pop. I don't know what those are, nerd. Right, I think they're right there. It's those things. His first four solo albums I like. Yeah, they're great. I give it up to 10 Sumner's Tales and then I'm out. There's still, there's stuff here and there after that. But oh, there, that Sting first, and Shaggy album is great. It's really good. <laughs> Gotta hate that guy. Okay. But I listen to him all the time. This is from 1987. This is, I want to dance with somebody. Oh, Murray's up and dancing. I just want to dance with somebody. Nobody will join me. It's a hit. It's good. It's, it's a good. Hit. I, you don't need me to tell you it's good. It probably went to number one. Uh, I'm sure it did. Yeah. They all did. Yeah. And then, and he, I love when an artist has, can have an album and it's just called the number ones. Yeah. And there's enough to fill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many are on there? Four? No, nah, there's 15. Okay. Let's let's be honest. Greatest hits. Mm, definitely a stretch in a title for most bands. Yes, but when you put number ones on it, it yeah, it's it's official. Yeah. It's the Beatles had one. The Beatles had one. Elvis had one. Mariah has one. There you go. How, who else? I'm sure some other people do, but I don't know. Thin Lizzy. <laughs> the number one hit. Saving All My Love For You. Whitney Houston. Took it down a little. So you hear these pipes. I forgot about this song. But no other gonna do. She's got some pipes. Let's see if she can hit the notes. Almost. It's not. That's really good. Yeah, it's crazy. I maybe you should make Mary sick of uh, Whitney. Houston. I was just about to say. <laughs> And speaking of Mary, she will deny this, but I can admit when I'm wrong. Uh, I apologize. I, Whitney Houston, she's good, man. Killing it. She's good. And Beats, you you fucking convinced me. So, um, I, and I'm sorry I brought only the Christmas song. But it's a great Christmas song. Yes. No, she's good, man. 
All right. Next on the alphabetical list is Nine Inch Nails. I was hoping I'm bummed because I thought Kyle was going to be here. Yeah. And, and I'm super. Oh, shit. What? I was going to bring something I forgot. What was it? I was going to bring the sound clip of Trent Reznor from last year shitting on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as he inducted the cure. <laughs> well, maybe he won't show up then. Maybe he won't. Maybe he won't. He's the only one getting in. Trent Reznor. Oh, Atticus isn't getting in? Just says Trent Reznor. Well, yeah. When did it? Oh, see, I wish Kyle was here. When did Atticus come along? Uh, Kyle would know all these I things. I know, I know, I know, I know. Kyle was also, uh, he picked uh, he picked four Nine Inch Nail songs because I don't have any. Oh, okay. And then I didn't include yours because Kyle picked four. Why well, don't get to play mine? I can find them. What? Uh, <sighs> well, it is Kyle's band. Yeah, but he's not here to comment. I don't know anything about Which ones did he pick? Nails. The first one is called Getting Smaller from the album With Teeth mm-hmm. from 2005. Oh, the one I brought was from With Teeth. Well, then then this then this covers that album. Good okay. job. All right, all right. Let me see if you like this this song. I like the album. Getting a little Sounds like Foo Fighters. Is Dave Grohl getting in with him? Really sounds like Foo Fighters to me. I can see that. <laughs> who inducts the Who inducts Nine Inch Nails? Atticus. <laughs> Al Jorgensen from Ministry going. I, Fuck you! I did it first. That's the thing. Uh, normally, at this time, we know who's inducting, but we didn't. It, none of it's listed, so I don't know. Who? What kind of industrial keyboard? kind of guy is out there right now i don't know it's a good question okay the next song is from 2007 that kyle has oh it's f- better not be fucking manson no no oh, oh oh inducting him yeah i bet it will be oh fuck that guy so hard yeah i hope he doesn't fuck it up i'd say oh. make it about himself of course he, oh. this the album's called year zero came out in 2007 the song's called the warning The other song grabbed me more. This doesn't do anything for me. Sorry, Doc. Right Kick in up here in a minute. In a second. You've become violent. It keeps him, but not in the way you thought it might. All right. You know what? You know. You know what's uh, rough about this list this year? I don't really know. I don't know a lot about any of these bands. Oh yeah. I mean, the only band that's really in my personal wheelhouse is the Doobie Brothers, right. a band that Murray doesn't even think should be in. I don't know. Say it again. <laughs> The next song from Nine Inch Nails is The Great Below from The Fragile. Staring at 
I assume this is what him and Marissa dance to at their wedding. <laughs> no. Did you? Did you go to the wedding? Yeah. Was there one out here? No. You went to New York? Yep. I didn't get invited. Nope. Oh, pretty happy with that. It's the best wedding I was ever to. Oh. Sorry, he didn't get invited to mine. Does this kick in? I'm not familiar with it. Apparently not. Here we go. See, right there is when I thought it would be like, Burn. nope. All right. So far, I like the first one the best, and then the second one second best, and then the third one third best. So this next one's called uh, One Million. How do you not play their biggest hit? What? How do you not play? He, he picked these. All right. This is called One Million. It's from an album called The Slip. Let's see what this guy does for us. What's that? It's not a sentence. I like my picks better, but... All right. Let me find your picks. Hold on. Hold the phone. Oh, just pick pick, uh, the first one. We don't have to do... What is it? Tell me what it is. Only. Nine Inch Nails. Only. Only. Well, yeah, I'm only going to play Nine Inch Nails. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to play this via... What we What we call... No, not YouTube. I I go right to the iTunes store. Oh, there you go. Keep it legal. Already your hips are shaking. Yeah. I mean, we can play from iTunes Store every time as long as we were okay with where they decided to queue it up. That's their most popular song? No. That's my, one of my favorites. It's their most popular on iTunes. Oh, it probably charted. Yeah. All right, let's play one more. All right. Because they're other? probably their most well-known is... Uh, what's your other one? They're probably their most well-known is... Um, Jesus, why am I blanking on it? Jesus. Head like a hole. Oh, I typed in Jesus. Why am no. I blanking on it? Head like a hole is probably their most popular. I remember when this song came out, we've had some friends. We took them on a, around Manhattan and we were singing this like Ethel Merman all through Manhattan. Head like a hole. <laughs> Here it comes. Tell me what you want me to. Take it. No, you can't take 
I just got an alert. Uh-oh. Um, From what? My buddy Steve Maison. Uh, apparently, Los Angeles is on lockdown right now. What? Yeah. What does that mean? I'm not sure. I just said, what does that mean? He just texted me saying we can't do our live Facebook live stand-up show. Uh, we're away from news and everything right now. So, And we're also four days into quarantine when yeah. we're recording this. So I don't know. I just asked him what happened. I'm Can I go to the grocery store later? I don't know. I'm waiting to hear details. Oh, if I can't go to the grocery store. You can go to the grocery store already? We need some fresh food. Uh, <laughs> hey, just for uh, just for fun, I just noticed this on iTunes. This is lullaby renditions of Nine Inch Nails. Oh, really? <laughs> here's, here's Head Like a Hole. trying to figure out what LA is on lockdown means. Yeah, I just texted him back and I'm, I'm going on Twitter right now. When we're done recording, you want to get over to the Target and throw trash cans through the windows? Is that what it means? Oh yeah, we're going to falute this motherfucker. Falute? Falute. <laughs> we're going to falute it, man. <laughs> we're going to, let's fillet it. Okay, moving on now. Am I going to get, am I going to get arrested going home? Um, you got to get home. You can't stay here. <laughs> I can't wait. Tell Pilar to move over. No, actually, this would be your room. Oh, I there's, love There's a pull-out couch. You lots of books to read. You could you know, listen to some, look at some music. Yeah, you know? none of the none of the music I'd want to listen to. <laughs> there's music. I on can these whack. I can whack off to that Lita Ford cover <laughs> <laughs> again. Do you hear what happened here? What this past Saturday? No. Oh. So she goes to this party. Thing that she get laid. She didn't got in a fight. What? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, so I don't know anything about the Notorious B.I.G. B. Oh, wait. All I, I didn't know, bring Notorious B.I.G. either, did No, I? you didn't. No, you didn't. Why didn't you tell me this stuff? I told you I didn't know till this morning that you didn't when I was getting I stuff ready. I left it off. Ah, oh, shit. Can you, bring, can you play one of mine uh, via iTunes? Okay. What is yours? Shit. More money, more problems. Okay. I type. Uh, are you going on iTunes or are you going on YouTube? I'm going on iTunes. Okay, because YouTube has like a long, the video is a long intro. Okay, let me see what we got. All right, and what's the song called? Mo Money Mo Problems, featuring Mace and Puff Daddy. If it's not coming up, I wonder if that's like, if that's a puff daddy song i wonder also but it was uh, under big uh and my I, oh wait maybe i have it on my phone i must have it on my phone okay i just typed in mo money to see if it comes up mo money mo problems okay yeah you're right here we go it's Ready? biggie isn't it yep here okay we go. I 
But see, for me, the thing that I like about this song is the part they're sampling. Sure. The other part doesn't do anything for me. I like the I like uh, Biggie's breakdown in this. This rap break. Yeah, but the, again, the part that makes me groove is the sure, of course, I get it, I get it, the sample of I'm coming up. So, all right, so I got an update. They're just advising complete isolation, no groups for Los Angeles. Why are, why are we together? We're not a group. Why we're we a couple. That? We're a duet. Yeah, we're not a group. All right, I'm going with that. So that means, what's that mean for stores? I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting it as you're getting it, buddy. All right. Well, when you leave, I'm leaving too to go over and, uh, do they call it pillage? Maybe. Uh, this is, uh. I'll call it the other thing. No. <laughs> this is Big Papa. Okay, that was the other one I was going to bring, so. Good. To all the ladies in the place with style and grace, allow me to lace these lyrical dishes in your bushes. Uh, who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies. The, the back, back of the, the club, club. sipping my wet is where you find me. What? The back of the club, macking yeah. holes, my crew's behind me. Uh, Mad question asking, blunt passing, music blasting. But I just can't quit because one of these homies Biggie got to creep with, sleep with, keep the epic secret. Why not? Why blow up my spot? Cause we both got hot. Now check it. I got more Mac than Craig and in the bed. Believe me, sweetie, I got enough to feed the needy. No need to be greedy. I got mad friends with Benzes. See notes by the layers. True fucking players. Jump in the rover and come yeah, over. Yeah, tell that's your what said. Right there. I got the chronic by the truth. Now, Chronic is, the is back pain. I, uh, I got one more. Hold on. This is a Notorious B.I.G. story. Here's another one. I, uh, <laughs> I DJ my block party. We have block parties every mm-hmm. all the time for yeah. some fucking reason. And I just tell them, like, what are you guys going to do? I'm like, I'll DJ. Like you just, I just, I can just stand there. That's why you don't have to interact. Put with on people. headphones, sunglasses, nobody. Maybe an occasional request, and so people started grooving to the. Oh, you know what my uh, DJ name is? Big Papa. DJ Tanner. Why is that? You ever watch Full House? Oh yeah, it's little girl DJ Tanner. Okay, there. and then apparently yep. the new Fuller I, House stole my joke, but I, that's all. I get it, and yet I didn't get it. Now I got gotcha. you. Perfect. I got gotcha. you. Although my my friend made fun of me for being such a white suburban dad. She's. So I should change my name to DJ Organic Beats. <laughs> but so I play, I play the first song. I play uh, 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 "Mo Money, Mo Problems." I'm like, oh, this will get some rump shaking. And then fucking Big starts dropping the N word and hoes and bitches left and right. With all the kids are like, what? My word! <laughs> right off there. Uh, this one is uh, notorious Big. This is called Juicy. Mm. I assume this is about my can. Oh. It was all a dream. I used to read my up magazine. Oh, right. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Name checking heavy Saturday, D. Breaking down doors. Ball. I let my tape rock to my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. 
Now I'm in the limelight cause I rhyme tight Time to get paid, blow up like the world's trade Born sinner, the opposite of a winner Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kid Capri Funk, Master Flex, Love Bug, Star Ski I'm blowing up like you thought I would Call a crib, same number, same hood It's all good uh. And if you don't know, now you know So who do you think's accepting? Puff Daddy's probably inducting. Probably, yes. For His sure. mom's probably accepting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or um, Faith Evans wasn't he married to Faith? Mm-hmm. So she she'll be maybe, there too. Maybe. Do they have a kid together? Ooh, that I don't know, but probably. Um, the Onion headline the, after the notorious Lil. <laughs> the, the Lil. The Onion headline after after Notorious B.I.G. got murdered was Notorious B.I.G.'s cremation enters second week. <laughs> It's the best. <laughs> Why can't I laugh at that now? It's been years. You can laugh at it. They did that Tragedy immediately. Tragedy plus time. They did that immediately. Tragedy though. plus time. There was no time. Tragedy. By the way, when you're visiting Los Angeles and you go to the new uh, museum. Which is that? Is that the, is that the lockdown museum? <laughs> the, the, the LACMA lockdown okay. museum? What do they got? Uh, as you walk in, is exactly where the Notorious B.I.G. got murdered. Oh, right, right. Right in front of the Peterson Automotive Museum and now the new LACMA. Unbelievable. How, and, and no one, and there were no cameras like uh, anywhere. Well, you gotta figure this is 98. Yeah. So 99, maybe. Now they'd have like, they'd have like the whole thing. They'd have a movie of it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, I mean, people are going to say that's not rock music, but uh, regardless, he gets I know. in. Everybody so, loves to fucking do that every time it comes around. The guy's it's, at the top of his field. Yeah. It's he's at in, the top of his game. Look, it's not my he, cup of tea, but I'm not, I mean, no I way to say it. that he doesn't. Yeah, I love I'm, I'm moving I love and grooving as it's on. I just can't imagine, like, uh, first of all, I can't sing along with it because I'm going to drop some words I don't use. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. Juicy. <laughs> but again, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has so many problems, and their first problem was calling it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It should have just been the Music Hall of Fame. It should have just been the Music Hall of Fame, and then maybe eventually they'll they'll change it because you got jazz, country, rock, punk, hip-hop, Disco, mm-hmm. you have it all in there. So they're yep. just being hard headed. <laughs> I, I think I usually tell this story every time. But my buddy was performing in Cleveland. He's a stand up, and after the Friday night show, what's like, his name? I don't remember who it was. Okay, or her, or her, or her, or her. Now this is a headliner. Was a he? And <laughs> definitely a guy. And you can't have two women on a show. <laughs> can't have two women on a show. No, can't have one headline a show. <sighs> no, right in the middle is where they go. If that, <sighs> maybe. Maybe host the show. When I mean host, I mean seat you at your table. Oh, absolutely. And, wear, hostess. and wearing a hostess outfit. Exactly. And yes. And maybe bring me some hostess cupcakes in the green room. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't know where we're going. Now I forgot. Oh, so he's like, hey, man. So, you know, after the show, like, uh, you know, I got tomorrow off. You know, my plane doesn't leave. Maybe it was a Saturday. My plane doesn't leave till Monday. What's there to do here in Cleveland? They're like, eh, not really. <laughs> Nothing much. Like, Isn't the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame here? Oh yeah, I guess yeah, so. I guess yeah, you could do that if you want to. I guess you could do that. <laughs> like nobody, no one cared. No one cared. cared. Nobody cared. Look, I love rock and roll, and I've never said to people, "Are we've got to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? We got it. You got to. You you at least got to. For my birthday, I want tickets to Cleveland. I want to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I've never said that. I that I want to go. I want to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Why don't we go? What are we waiting? I think we should do a rock solid outing when is, we can go out. Is Cleveland on lockdown. I don't know. How do you lock down Los Angeles? It's such a sprawling, vast... I'm in Woodland Hills. I guess Woodland Hills isn't on lockdown. You don't know. We haven't looked at the news. Is it just Los Angeles proper? 
I don't know. I don't, again, I don't know. I just got the text. You don't live in Los Angeles, technically. No, technically I do. Oh, you're on lockdown. You fucking screwed. <laughs> I'm literally right on the border of Santa Monica and Los Angeles. So I'm, I'm on the Los Angeles side. The, on the other side of the street is Santa Monica. All right. We're moving on to T-Rex. It's our last band. Now, I'm a fan of T-Rex. Yes, you, you are. are not. I am not familiar enough with them to say that I am, to say that I'm not. Oh, wait. Mark Bolin, Rock and Peace. Yes. Whitney Houston, Rock and Peace. Notorious B.I.G., Rock and Peace. Rap and Peace. Rap and Peace. Rap and Peace. Very good. And some of these uh, some of these Doobie Brothers are not with us. Oh. A couple who, of the guys. Who uh, I think- Maybe the drummers, maybe John Hartman and Michael Hasek. Oh, with that us. doesn't matter. They were hefty drummers. They were like John Bonham's. They were like heavy, yeah, yeah, yeah. bigger than Bonham. And I don't know if any of the De- Depeche Mode guys are with us or not. There might be one not with us. I don't know. I don't. But for T Rex, they're all around. I think they're all around. Here's who gets in: okay. Steve Curry, Mickey Finn, mm-hmm. Bill Legend. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. Mark Boland doesn't get oh, in. Oh, that's no, interesting. And Mark Boland, <laughs> and. uh so Mickey Finn did a best of and like remastered it himself and released it a few years back. That's cool. Yeah. Right? Is it cool? I guess so. But he called it like Mickey Finn's T-Rex or something like that. I have it. I have some of their tracks off that. You and uh, you and April both recommended that I buy Electric Warrior mm-hmm. and I did and it was, it was fine, but I didn't like, it didn't blow me away. Okay. So, so that's as far as I, I got with T-Rex. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it Do was I hear what, birds. Maybe. It's weird, right? What's happening outside? That? I'm afraid. Is it Bird Box 2? Are we going to go out there? It's, it's World be... War Z out there, motherfucker. Oh. I'm going to have to fight my way home. I'm like the Warriors from Woodland Hills to Mar Vista. Give you, give you a baseball bat. We'll paint your face. <laughs> the um, So uh, that, here's the thing. When I listened to Electric Warrior, in my, in my gut and in my head, I thought, this is going to be my new favorite band. So I think maybe yeah. my expectations were so high. Yeah, I mean, that... That happens to everybody so much, including myself. You think we would stop doing it, but we continue to do it. I'm going to fucking love this. This is going to be the greatest thing ever. I'm going to be so bummed that I haven't been listening to this my whole life. It's like when I saw uh, something about Mary. Mm -hmm. It had already reached 200 million. Everybody called it the greatest comedy since Porky's. I went and saw it. I was like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it was all right. It was good. That happens. And that's why I try not to psych people out of- Now I love it because my wife did the costumes. Did she do the hair? She might have. She did. Uh, she did. Um, there's something about Mary's costumes. <laughs> I keep telling her something about Mary. She doesn't wear a bra through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, did she not costume that? No, she did. The Mary in the movie doesn't wear a bra. I know. Okay. Was that not your my wife's? Was oh, it, my wife's name is Mary. We're probably getting a lot of confusion here, and I'm probably going to get yelled at if my wife hears this. Was there? Was but was whose idea is it that she doesn't wear a bra the whole way through the movie? Is that the actresses? I don't know. And I, I, I don't know for a fact that she didn't wear a bra through the whole movie. I just remember you, being a young person watching You said watching it as if it was uh, gospel. No, truth. it's not gospel. All right. T-Rex Murray, your first song. What is it? My favorite, probably, right? Jeepster? Jeepster off of Electric Warrior. I'm just a vampire for your love. Excellent hand claps in this, too. Just let the call. Oh, 
us off on that one. <laughs> How do you not love that? That's good. I liked it. How do you not love that? Your claps were peaking like off the chart. It was a well, I was fucking nailed it though. <laughs> fucking nailed, nailed it. it. Have you seen this uh, video on YouTube with the uh, with the celebrities singing? Um, what are they singing? They're singing a Beatles song. Okay. Does it give peace a chance? No. All you need is love. All you need is it love. Sounds like something they yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a bunch of celebrities singing that. No. Yeah, you don't need to. What's that got to do with this? I just thought of it. Okay. Sometimes stuff pops in my head. Back when Oasis first started out, they used to. Uh, they, had, they got like half hour time slots. Okay. But they only had like 18 minutes of music. That's funny because that's exactly what uh, Liam Gar- Gallagher plays now is a half hour time slot. <laughs> pretty much. We saw him open for the hoop. Yeah. Terrible. terrible. But they used to they used to close with I Am The Walrus. And wow. depending on how long they took to the other songs depended on how long I Am The Walrus lasted. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> so kind of a good way to like do a, it though. They could either do like a four minute version of I Am The mm-hmm. Walrus or if they, if they or just sucked or they bit. just went for like a 12 minute I Am The All Walrus. Right. I'm, not, I'm down with that. I picked a song off an album called The Slider. Mm -hmm. This is Rock On. Pilar must not know that we're on lockdown yet because I certainly would have got a text on okay. something like that. Yeah, and I'm getting it via something. I don't really know the news on that. He's Because now he said we're on lockdown and then he replied to me back and he said, well, they're suggesting no groups of people and stay in your home. So it's not official lockdown. Okay. It's like a, And Mary would have texted you too. She, uh, probably, she, no, she doesn't turn the TV on. So she just t- had no idea about the news she's going smart, on. She's smart though. Yeah, she's probably reading. <laughs> Yeah, well, she's not going to read about this. Uh, Mark Bowen, car crash? I think so. I think that's how he died, right? What if that's how we... Sure. What if we don't look it up? We just go, yeah, sounds right. <laughs> that's what most people think. I'm looking anyway. it up right now. Oh, okay. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, because my Google's not working on my phone. I'm clicking... Okay, Mark Bowen. Uh, on September 16th, 1977, I was 13 years old. Bowen wasn't was, born yet. Uh, you were 1977. You were born. <laughs> Bolin uh, riding in a mini, driven by Gloria Jones as they headed home from Morton's Club and Restaurant in Berkeley Square. After she crossed a small humpback bridge near Gypsy Lane, a lot of details. Yeah, seriously. The car struck a fence post and then a tree. Ooh. Bolin was killed instantly, while Jones suffered a broken arm and a broken jaw. Jones was not the person that made music or anything artistic, and so she lived. <laughs> Who is Jones? Do we I know? Added that. Um, I don't know. She she might be an amazing. Does she have something. a highlight on Wikipedia? Yes. Oh, she is a singer. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, Gloria Jones is an American singer and songwriter from Los Angeles who first found success in the UK, being recognized there as the Queen of Northern Soul. Her picture looks very much like Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is still with us. Okay. 74 years old. Born in Cincinnati, Ohio. Lives in Woodland Hills. Uh, I would not be surprised. Yeah. I would not be surprised if she was not on lockdown right now. <laughs> uh, she and Bolin were all were in a committed uh, romantic relationship and have a son together. So oh. 
I so, so her, his son will be up there. Yes. She might be there. And I'm apologizing for making fun of her and and uh, and the car crash without knowing what happened. So that that would be very traumatic to be driving and oh, you, you kill your you kill your basically your husband. You know what we call that? We call that a Motley Crew. Motley, I, I'm they don't call it this. an accident? No, it's now a Motley Crew. Motley Crew has killed more people than the coronavirus. <laughs> lock them down. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt, lock the crew down. What's your next song? <clears throat> what did I bring? I, it was a toss-up. An album from Tanks. Oh. T-A-N-X. Children of the Revolution? And I, and first of all, thanks for bringing this. Oh, to welcome. <laughs> Children of the Revolution. Children of the Revolution. From the top. about this situation when it's a band mm -hmm. like t-rex mm -hmm. but mark boland gets on the album cover mm -hmm. and the rest of the band doesn't you know what i mean like there's some like uh for, there's there's a pretenders album cover sure. chrissy's on the cover sure there's there's a there's a couple three maybe three that she's on the cover for i think now yeah. that i'm thinking of it i mean i know that they're like the singer songwriter but don't you think the band is pissed off about that? I think you gotta. I think either you gotta go in knowing it, or you end up like no doubt and break up. You know what I mean? I mean, either. I mean, what are the two biggest things to break up bands? Well, three if you include death. Um, death. Well, they had both of them with T Rex. They had death. No, they didn't break up. Um, death. Drugs. Drugs. Drugs and death. Drugs and death. Money. Money and death. And then ego. Yeah. So those are the three things that break up a band. Yeah. So if you're if you're going in cool on the money. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I hate to say it, but you two really did it best. Does it best. They go they in, do. they go in, everybody gets songwriting credit. Everybody gets equal amount of money. They both fuck over Ireland and Ireland and taxes and yeah. move their fucking headquarters right. to France. They're all in the albums. And they all let Bono do his shit until he gets too far out of, out of control and they bring him, rail him back in. Yeah. And he gets all the press and Larry and Adam are fine with it because they're hermits and the yeah. edge is just a fucking nerd right. on his guitar. So he's But like if him. Bono was on the front of the album and the other guys weren't, they probably wouldn't like that though. Yeah, I could yeah, maybe, probably. Because for me, the the singer gets the most um adulation no usually in live performance. Sure. Everyone's focus. You 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 look at the other members, obviously, but your real main focus is the singer. Like if you look at the big screen, it's probably seventy five percent it's the singer. You know what I mean? Again, and Re up until recently, since they changed their shape for several tours, you two had a camera on each member and, and, and a screen for each member the whole time. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. But so. now as their production got, you know, completely fucking out of control, they, actually they still do it some, but they won't do it for mm -hmm. the whole show. They'll do it for some of the show. Right. But I mean, you got, there's a whole mess of shit. You gotta be like, if you're gonna, you, if you're gonna, I don't know how many bands do this and I can say this having not been a professional musician yeah, or none of the band. bands I've been in have done this, but you got to know going in that you were, you know, it's kind of like a marriage. Yeah. Really? The number one fight in a marriage is over money. 
one of the number one things in a band is money. So you, if you got to go in with all your ducks in a row and know everything up front, then, you know, that's the only really way you're going to survive. All right. Well, this is a lot more talk about it than I wanted. And uh, it's hilarious. <laughs> Did you bring another T-Rex tune? I do. And then I'm going to play out with a Whitney tune. Okay. I'm, I'm a new fan of Whitney's. Yeah. Thanks to Mike Beats. I brought the most... Uh, I don't know why he doesn't pronounce his name. Bietzi. Beats. Isn't it B-I-E? Mr. Beats. Isn't it B-I-E-T-Z? B-I-E-T-Z. Is he the guy with the dog and the motorcycle? Yeah. Yeah, I like that guy. Guy's fucking rock and roll, He man. brought in... Uh, yeah, guy's fucking rock and for roll. For the album, for the uh, vinyl episode, he brought in... Uh, I remember he brought in Teenage Fan Club mm. and Flaming Lips. Yep, he brought in great stuff. Yeah. This is Bang a Gong. And his dog humped my leg the whole fucking bang time. <laughs> his dog's a horny dog. He's a bang a bang my ankle. Desmond. Your most popular song? Yes. Yeah. Covered by the power station? Covered by the power station. Not by the skunk, but by the <laughs> power station. Is it just station. skunk? It's just skunk. Ah, he's the skunk to me. By the way, before I forget, you can follow Mike Beats on the Twitter. Oh, absolutely. At, at Beats. B-I-E-T-Z. I'm going to follow him right now. At Beats. You don't follow him? I do. <laughs> you know what? Unfollow him and then follow him back. And then maybe he'll follow me. Yeah, maybe he'll get the... No, I'm, do you hear that? Is that just I, my phone's not on the table? That's not me. Yeah, I'm following beats. All right, cool. All right, I, oh Mur wait, Murray, where can we find you? Oh, this how's this for a fucking nerd music political joke from Mike Beats? Let me hear it. Bernie's campaign needs to be a little more Butch Vig and a little less Steve Albini. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I love you. That's such a nerderific tweet. And I love Butch Vig so much more than Steve Albini. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Steve Albini's stupid. He doesn't take a pro pro producer. Uh, that's not. Present. That's not percentage. a reason not to like him. Yeah, because then the guy has to go and he has to gamble. He has to be a professional gamble to make gambler to make money. So what? That's his choice. He's happy. He should be. He should. Be he could have changed any day of the week. He could have changed that. He should have. Well, he didn't. He'd be he'd be sitting pretty. He'd be like Butch Vig. Yeah. Doing nothing now. Garbage is on tour this summer. Well, really? no one's on tour I like this that summer. first album. That was a really good garbage album. Yeah. He's, I love when he produces the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Yeah, so he produced um, Mbop. Did he really? I believe so. It's amazing. Look that up. If that's true. No, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm going to look gonna... it up because I don't want fucking everybody yelling at me for getting my shit wrong again. <laughs> I never claimed anything I said was true. Oh, my Google's not working. Can you look I it up for it. me? I got it. I'm looking it up. I, I typed in Hanson and Hanson's Cakes came up. Mm. Hanson Cakes. Maybe I'm spelling their... Oh, yeah, I am spelling it wrong. It's an H at the beginning. Yeah. Hanson's Pretzels. Is that what came up? Look at these Look at these kids. They're men now. They're men, I oh, tell yeah, you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me find out who produced... Uh, Bob, here we go. It says producer. It says producer unknown. 
Okay, middle of nowhere. Hold on a second. The Dust Brothers. Really? Yeah. Which Vig didn't produce that? Mm, let me click on Umbob to see if he did the single. Dust Brothers and Steven Laroni. Wow, I would I stand. I'm glad I checked that. You I've been st- I've been thinking he produced that all this whole time. Do you stand by your mistake? <laughs> I stand by my mistakes. I own my mistakes. All right. Uh let's follow Murray at Murray V. Murvy. At Murray V on Twitter. At Murray V. I really more on Instagram lately. Murray V comedy and Facebook really still. Follow us at the skunk. The skunk. See if there's a if there's a Twitter that's My at Google's the skunk. not working. On my phone. That's weird. I know. Restart your phone. Uh, well, if I jump start, then we're going to have to fucking wait. Yeah, forget it. All right. Uh, Why don't we, you look? <laughs> we, I'm wrapping it up. All right. We are a rock solid show. I'm Pat underscore Francis. Kyle is at Kyle Dotson funny. Go to rocksolidpodcast.com. I don't know. I don't know. It's when this dro- one's, oh. It'll drop before the ceremony. I was going to say it's got to drop soon, but the ceremony got pushed. Yeah. So this one, the other one we did will drop before this one does. All right. Well, I'm going to say this anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all on quarantine. We're all on lockdown. We're, there's a lot of, as, as a guy who makes his living as a performer, I know you're going to be listening to a lot of free stuff from comedians and musicians and podcasters. Mm-hmm. If you're still lucky enough to work, throw them a couple bones, especially, and I'm going to speak for Pat Francis. Pat Francis busts his ass on the show and it's a great, shut up, Pat, I'm going to finish this. And it's a great show <laughs> and I'm sure he's got a donation button. I know he has a Patreon page. He puts together a great show. Unfortunately, he keeps hiring me. I'm sorry. I keep coming back, guys. But if you want to throw a couple bucks, this guy does it for free, basically. And I'm looking at stuff that looks like it's going to be given away. Yeah, all that stuff. There's stacks of books and CDs and stuff that he gives away that he pays out of his own pocket for shipping. Throw. I don't see any of this money, which we'll talk about off the mic, <laughs> Pat. Um, but he does a great job. And it, he, I know he does a great job because I listen to this show. I don't even listen to my own podcast. So, well, thank you. Throw a couple bucks Pat's way. Um, well, here's the deal. I don't have a donation button. If you want to go to the Patreon, uh, it, it works both ways. You, cause I'm all, I, I put up content every week and, uh, ASAP club gets the episode. The ASAP club will be getting all these episodes. That's $5 okay. a month. All right. And they get the episodes soon after the recorded, probably this weekend, they're going to get like five or six episodes dumped on them. And they're going to be like, I don't want these. No, but, um, don't sell past the yes, Pat. <laughs> Rule one of sales. Don't right. sell past the yes. Well, I, I appreciate everyone who does support the show. And uh, I will continue to record because there's there's no reason why I can't mm-hmm. and won't. Absolutely. So shows will keep coming. And I hope everyone's feeling good out there. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Do all the stuff. And remember that Murray and I will always love you. Thank you, Murray. Thank you, Pat. Love you. You need